The Cost of Goods Told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. Chriswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique, affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today. Bernie Brand Texas-style hot sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to BernieBrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, Brand.com. Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O-pointorganics.com. Welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I am joined, as always, by my co-producer, Darren Lafferty. Darren, how are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Though that uh, birthday uh, weekend celebration, man, I thought uh, for sure you'd be worse for wear today. That might have been the longest weekend ever. <laughs> I had a great celebration, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I'm old, so I yep. need my sleep, and I need a lot of beauty rest. I don't get that either. Well, I'll tell you what, we did, uh, we did the Home and Garden Show. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Not we. You. Uh, no, no, I did. Yeah. 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 And uh, we were doing that with Zero Point Organics. I felt dead ass tired afterwards. I was talking to Brett from Brett's Barbecue <laughs> Shop on uh You haven't worked Mason. that hard in years. You Dude, don't even know what that's like I tell like you anymore. what, I told him, I was like, I was up at 4 o'clock, <laughs> and then I worked until 8 p.m. I'm exhausted. And he was just like, shut the fuck up, Connor. Like, come on, man. Your life consists of uh, videos, editing videos, yeah. and then taking the little one to school. Exactly. You don't even know what it's like to stand up No, at not at all. <laughs> Let alone... Working a full-time job and then doing the barbecue on the side, like our guests yeah. today, Koi Barbecue, uh, Don and Theo. Don, uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself real quick just so people know your voice uh, who are just listening to the audio version of it? Sure. Um, hi, guys. Uh, my name's Don Wynn, uh, the older brother, you know, but <laughs> the better-looking one. Uh, there I'm it about is. to have uh, Koi Barbecue, so if you guys see us, you, you know Theo thinks that's debatable. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And the surprise yeah. birth, yeah. Uh, Theo. Uh, you, uh, yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, Theo Wynn, younger brother, arguably the better-looking one. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us out, guys. Hey, man, so, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for coming out. So, yeah. It's a little chilly night, and I know y'all both have day jobs, so y'all worked hard during the day jobs, and then... I mean, now you got to come slum it with us. Yeah. But the beer's well, good. Thank you so much for having us. They yeah, came to no. see Arash, man. They came yeah. to see Arash. It's okay. Or Kevin, it's right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're at Buff Brew. We're hanging out, and uh, mm-hmm. we're down here by the by the big tanks. I don't know what these tanks do, but they're shiny, they're shiny and they hold liquid, and I'm assuming that's what we're drinking. So it's good to be here. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, Absolutely. No worries. Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, y'all have been blown up pretty recently, but I know that y'all have been kind of at this for quite a while. Uh, the most recent was kind of like the Texas Monthly Write-Up. Uh, but if you could just kind of bring us back and kind of do the TLDR version of the, uh, you know, where y'all started and, and how y'all got into barbecue, if you don't mind. Yeah. yeah take it away, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, man, it's been almost two and a half years now since we did our first kind of pop-up. Um, how we got into it, man. We love food. We grew up as immigrants here. Um, Theo was first generation, first one in the family to be born yeah. here. Mm-hmm. My mom cooked a lot. You're Family's third generation, right, Don? Yeah, um, yeah. No, Don, you were born in... I was born in Vietnam. 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 So he was, right. Theo was the first generation to be right. born here. Okay. 
Uh, so we just, you know, we ate a lot together as a family, and then I started cooking. I, I think I went to I went to Costco to buy rotisserie chicken. I mean, that's a true story. He, and then <laughs> I was like, oh, some guy was trying to sell me this grill thing. I was like, dude, that's fucking cool. Like, <laughs> then I left with the Kamado Joe, no rotisserie chicken, <laughs> and it was like a down the rabbit hole with um, you know, yeah. grilling stuff, and then learning how to smoke stuff, and um, and then we, we it was Harvey. Uh, so we cooked. I, I bought a cooler full of briskets and stuff because I was like, what if the power goes out? Like, what are we going to eat? You know? right, right. <laughs> and then the power never went out. But, like, my friends were, like, <laughs> eating, like, frozen corn dogs for two weeks. And I was like, oh, let's do a party. Had our friends over. Cook barbecue. It was a, I was like, wow. I had four different friends groups here. And we all bonded over food, yeah. over barbecue. And then we did, like, a fundraiser thing. And then one of our friends had a restaurant. We put ourselves out there. It was it was good. I mean, looking back, I'm like, what the fuck do we serve? That was so terrible looking. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how it all started. We're like, so how do you get better? Is do do pop. Do you know who the salesman was that sold you that Kamado Joe? I mean, do you ever track him? Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to thank that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe slap him, right? You're like, man, yeah. I work every weekend now. I, don't know, I should have never bought that. Yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's how it started, man. It's just the passion. We really are curious on how it works, mm-hmm. and then. Um, how do you get better at something is to yeah. keep on doing it. You can't eat a brisket by yourself. Sure. My family and friends are like, yeah, we'll come up for barbecue. <laughs> and then, like, the, for the 10th time, they're like, oh, we're good. We, we're good. <laughs> yeah. 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 So who, who was in, who was the, you know, the, the sort of the crux in the kitchen? Who was holding that down? Who'd you learn cooking from? Who do you, who were you inspired by at home? Yeah. Um, and first of all, my mom, you know, we talk about her a lot. She's absolutely, uh, you know, a rock in what we do just her ingredients like her techniques recipes and the way she approaches things yeah. i mean uh, it was hard to learn from her because we're two boys and i think she's like they just you want vietnamese for just marry a vietnamese girl she's old school she's like you guys are dumb <laughs> <laughs> trying to teach like get me to teach you guys um right. But she's really awesome. We love David Chang, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like Roy Choi was a big influence on Theo. Like he really liked from the whole street culture. Um, and he told me about him, and I was like, wow, this guy's awesome. Um, I mean, I went, when I was in high school and college, it was like Gordon Ramsay watching his shows yeah, like, yeah. On, on public television. So that's where you learn yeah. how to cuss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, fucking Kobe beef is burnt. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. less oil in Afghanistan than there is on this plane. <laughs> yeah. like, it's one of my favorite burns. Yeah. So then, I mean, I worked at Cheesecake Factory for a little bit. Um, in the kitchen? Uh, no, I was uh, waiting. Tables, okay, okay. Yeah. And Theo's at, where were you at? Lupe's. Lupe's yeah. Tortilla. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we, we love food. Um, and we were like, how do we do something with it, right? Yeah. So, and combine. We always joked about my mom's like, guys, you guys should open a restaurant. Your food's so good. She's like, hell no. That's like, <laughs> way too much work. You know? Absolutely. And now we're like, oh, I see where you're coming from now. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I, I don't, unless you're born into the restaurant business, yeah. I don't know all the friends I have. I don't know how many go, I'm going to open up a restaurant. I'm going to execute the restaurant and I'm going to live and breathe the restaurant. Mm. It's seven days a week. Like you don't get a break. Even on your days that you're closed, you're doing inventory, you're stocking up, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys literally, a Commando Joe turned into a, <laughs> a weekend pop-up business, which you're killing it, by the way. I mean, as Thank Connor you. mentioned, yeah. you know, Appreciate Texas it. Monthly write-up, Houstonian yeah. Magazine write-up, The Chronicle write-up. There's something really magical about your infusion of Vietnamese-style cooking along with Central Texas-style barbecue. H- how did you... Was it just because you wanted to smoke something that, that you took what you knew into something that existed? Or how did you come up with that idea? That idea? Yeah, there's two things. I mean, we grew up 
in Texas, right? I was five when I came here. Thea was born here. Most of our immediate families in here, so mm-hmm. like in Houston, in Texas, in Plano, Dallas. So we grew up with barbecue, right? Like right. we have family in Austin. So one of the fondest memories that I have, and Theo too, is I think um, like New Year's Eve, we'd always go to like Dripping Springs, right? And we'd all we had cu- <laughs> our cousins worked at Salt Lake, and so we'd always <laughs> really? get the, we get free pickles and onions, like, <laughs> and, like the sauce, and so we'd always go to Salt Lake, right? And so and then County Line. Uh, and so we grew up there, and then for birthdays, we would go to Luther's for, mm-hmm. um, you know, on Gustin and Westheimer. And so yeah. we grew up with barbecue. We loved barbecue. But it was a special thing, though. It wasn't like we ate barbecue all yeah, the time. Know. Okay, right. right. I got you. Right. Um, and so we grilled at home. <laughs> and to be honest, like, I didn't know the difference between grilling and barbecue probably <laughs> two, until two years ago, you know? Sure. Um, but that's, that's what we wanted to do. And we grew up with Vietnamese food. And we're like, wow, Vietnamese food's really light, you know? Mm-hmm. Chinese food with a lot of frying and stuff. Vietnamese food, we steam a lot of things. We eat a lot of soups. I was like, barbecue is really savory, heavy, awesome. Let's put it together and see what we can do, right? Yeah, right. So that was, it was just like, basically, it's really easy. We liked eating two things and we put them together. Sure. So, yeah. so, well, and I think that, go ahead. I was going to say, so Theo, what was your parents' reaction to like the first time they had like a smoked brisket? Like, were they just like, what in the hell is this? Like, yeah. what are you boys doing? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, they're like, what, what is this chunk of meat? But uh, <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I think that they were receptive to it. And, um, you know, like they saw us doing like kind of learning how to cook on our own. They they were respectful of that in, mm-hmm. in a sense. And um, yeah, and like it's, uh, yeah, it's just interesting because like our mom never really taught us how to cook growing up she always kind of did everything on her own but uh just having us around like just to enjoy it together and uh yeah like yeah that's yeah. She still kicks us out of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. still to this, day. Like, to this day. We, we <laughs> slow her down. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Right? She's like, yeah. get out. Because yeah. when I met my wife, so she's first generation. Her parents are Chinese, but they were from Vietnam, and then okay. they came over. Oh, awesome. yeah. And so then, you know, they're used to Chinatown and everything mm. like that. And then they came into my Italian restaurant, and they were just like, we've never seen so much butter, Connor. Like, yeah. cut it out. Yeah. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, and all this yeah. cream? Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, that's not how we eat, you know? So, like, that contrast. I always talk about my wife. It's always interesting to see them kind of adjust now that, you know, they've come over for like Thanksgiving dinners. And now, you know, when I cook and things like that, they're like, oh, yeah, this is really good, Connor. I'm like, all right, now you like hamburger, you know, like, all right, welcome. You're you're breaking down like biases or stereotypes or anything like that. That's the beauty of it, right? (laughs) Like, and like an example from us is like, like fish sauce. I remember like growing up, we use a lot of fish sauce or Mm -hmm. eat like, you know, steamed fish with or fried fish with the head on and I was so embarrassed I was like no mom put that away like my friends are here right and now it's like fish sauce is like the cool thing yep. kimchi yeah. right and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like oh it smells so bad and then it sounds like all the chefs are using it right mm-hmm. and we served it at our pop up ones like uh, I thought that was funny I was like this goes so well together I was like how do we be different how are we going to be different pickles acidity yeah. with the brisket and stuff like it well, you use kimchi, right? And sure. People were like, "What is this red thing?" <laughs> and we're like, uh, "I don't know. It's kimchi." And, and then I was like, "Oh no, it's Asian sauerkraut." And they're like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> now that's a great yeah. American explanation. Exactly. I never heard of that. <laughs> right? Right. And then Bar- Barlow came back and she's like, "Oh, uh, can I have some more kimchi?" Yeah. So, yes, ma'am. You yeah. can. Yeah. So yeah. it's been great. awesome too because yeah. my parents are from St. Louis and very Italian side mm-hmm. of things and yeah. so forth. So for them to come and have dim sum and everything, it's like awesome, if man. there's any unifier, it's freaking food and beer. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. like for we sure. should be able to solve 
world problems oh, over freaking yeah. barbecue and beer. Like, yeah. you know, like you realize like even Trent Brooks over at Brooks Place Barbecue talked about it, like how he was just like, if you can't sit down and break bread with someone from the opposite end of the spectrum of you and just have a conversation over, over food, there's something wrong with you. Like, you know, we should all be able to just sit down and the most unifying thing is this food and especially mm-hmm. barbecue. Like you've always Absolutely. talked about like yeah. the community aspect of it. So, so let me ask you a question. So you, so you did well, like you got through five or six briskets, right? Finally, and your mom was like, hey, it's pretty good. All right, you, you boys are okay. But at what point did you say, let's do a pop-up, right? Because it's one thing to have it in your backyard, mm-hmm. 10 friends who will tell you honestly, or they'll just drink another beer and go, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. They didn't pay for it, so they're happy, right? Yeah, yeah, but at yeah. what point do you take that leap from four or five backyard, you know, smokehouse, briskets, and, and what, to a – Let's get a public spot, which, you know, I've been to yours at Belson Brewery. What makes you decide to do that? Like, is it, is it nerve-wracking? First of all, what makes you decide to do it? And is it, is, are you just nervous as hell? How does that go? Yeah, I think, I think uh, putting yourself out there with anything is always uh, nerve-wracking, right? And um, we were definitely nervous, and we were like, oh, man, what are we? But I, I think the desire to get better and to really learn something, I, I felt like uh, barbecue was such a great medium to – tell a story something that hasn't been uncovered yet especially yeah. with the whole Asian aspect the Vietnamese and stuff that we like to eat and I was like oh there's something to this I think barbecue has it strikes it has a certain vein to it. it strikes people it's like a there's no other food group that I feel like people wait in line three, four hours. You're right. And You're exactly we right. We got in trouble because people waited three, four hours this past <laughs> weekend. Like, uh, but um, yeah, I think that there's some beauty to it where people don't mind. They know the amount of work that goes into it. And so we were like, uh, at, w- at what point did we decide that? I think pretty early on, we were just like, I wanted to get better. And I think I just dragged Theo into it as well. Yes. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so kicking screaming, Theo, you, yeah. so you were not a willing participant? I mean, no. you want to support your brother, but you're yeah, like, yeah, what course. the hell are we doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what, what is, what is, <laughs> I, brings it back to the, what we talked about earlier about um, uh, the difference in barbecue. And like, I, I grew up thinking barbecue was just grilling. Yeah. Uh, this whole time and until we started doing it, it was like, oh shit, it's actually not grilling. It's, <laughs> it's a longer process, yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's it's been good. Yeah. Like, I think uh, the beauty of it too was that I love the idea of barbecue. You know, it originated with the sleigh, like you know, like offcuts that people didn't want, right? Mm-hmm. That right. were really tough. And it was just college, and they learned how to cook it low and slow, and then it became a beautiful thing. Uh, I love that, you know, like finding, like using science to make turning something from anything to gold, right? So, right. like, I think for my day job in trading, it's about arbitraging, right? It's like, oh, like, someone buys low, sell high, basically, or <laughs> sell high, but I forget what it is. But um, it's something like that. Where and you how many programs you have to tell you when to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But... Um, but barbecue's like that, right? You're taking a brisket that's really tough to yeah. cook or beef cheek or something like that. Yeah. And through patience, time, work, um, you can turn it to something really desirable, right? And so that's, there's a beauty to that. How yeah. many briskets before, before you had something that was edible and delicious? That's a lot. A, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't. It was. I don't know. It was generations uh, of cows. Yeah, you know? because all of our responses were very biased because we, we we didn't charge any of our friends. Everything's <laughs> so, free, right? Yeah, exactly. Give us a positive so we don't view. know. Yeah. Because I know that you had some people that you looked up to. I know you did some. Like most people would, you found the best resources available. Aaron Franklin was one of those, right? You bought his book, or you found his book, and you mm-hmm. studied it, and you gleaned from it, and sort of leaned on it a little bit. Did that help immensely, or, or did you find other avenues to teach you, or did you talk to other pitmasters? Yeah. No, I think we 
we, we grew up in the age of the internet, so we always try to Google everything, or yeah. at least I do, and I, 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 we, I, we learned so much. I think the trimming, all that stuff was the Aaron Franklin PBS videos, yeah. right? Uh -huh. and so I know he's influenced so many people, um, us included. We, I made Dio watch that thing until yeah. we all memorized <laughs> how to do things. Yeah. He hated it. Um, but, yeah, there's so many awesome resources, and I think that's why Aaron, a guy like Aaron is so influential yeah. um, just because he was shared everything and, and without the video about YouTube watching those things it would have taken us so much longer if we had even gotten to that point where we are now right so Amazing Ribs we talked about in Texas Monthly I think right. is an awesome resource um, we love the scientific approach yeah. Um, and yeah it's, it's been it's been great we didn't know anybody in the Barrica community that we could reach out to huh. um, but we've also realized that people are really helpful so yeah. oh man um, it's a whole yeah. different community I mean Connor comes from the chef world right the restaurant world I've I've called on restaurants for 25 years back at the house, mm -hmm. and I've never experienced a community like the barbecue community right, yeah. where each pitmaster wears someone else's pitmaster gear, mm -hmm. or they have pictures of other pitmasters on their walls that are mm -hmm. signed. And, I mean, it's a real sense of family that brings people together in general. And so, um, I mean, it's super cool. It is. So if y'all could walk us through, you decide, all right, I'm going to do a pop-up. What is the first thing that you do? And, and just kind of give us to, all right, now we've opened up. Can y'all recollect and, and tell us what that experience was like? Which one wants to well, tell the war story? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, go home and play Fortnite. Never lets me play more, you know? Yeah, no, I think we were lucky in the sense that, I mean, if you want to do a pop-up, you want to have a venue, right? So, Breweries are excellent choices because they usually don't have food. They focus on like, yep. the beer. Yep. And so they're always on rotation. So I think look for breweries. Um, our first pop-up was at a, a, a kind of a pub. Uh, I already had food. so okay. uh, But they were nice to us. They were like, hey, it's for Harvey. We donated all the proceeds. And so it worked out oh, cool. for their charity, right? The Phoenix on Westheimer. Okay. Um, but after that, we went to Bailson. Um, and I hope Bailson listens to this. It's kind of funny now. But we'll tag him. We'll make yeah, sure we yeah. we'll tag him. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Adam and Sarah. But I remember when vividly, right? Like yeah. we, 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 uh, one of our friends recommended, like, hey, you guys should pop up at this. They were at our party during Harvey. Like, there's this new brewery that opened up. You guys should check it out and maybe cook for them at some point because we know you guys are passionate about yep. it. And we reached out and they're like, are you guys a food truck or are you guys, uh, what are you guys? We're like, not really, no. We, we're two dudes. We have a pit. We'll bring it and cook there if you guys want. And they were like, they weren't interested, right? <laughs> and so we were really lucky. Their opening weekend, I think it was like no, October uh, 2017, one of my friends bought a house and it was a block away from Bailison. Oh, really? And they, she asked Theo and I to cater the party for Ooh. like. 90 people or something and wow, that's another right. story in itself because it involves yeah. Theo sleeping all the thermostats going off and <laughs> I had to run to Restaurant Depot at like 5am um, we'll get to that war yeah, story in part yeah, two we'll for sure I was excited about that now because I saw him drop his head like oh I remember that I was like damn yeah. but at the end of the night I knew it was their opening uh, weekend so I was like hey Theo bring this box and I taped our uh, business card to it 
and he ran the box over, and then the next morning they were like, "Hey, yeah, when are you guys available?" Yeah. <laughs> so it takes a bit of persistence, of course, sure. um, to do it. Uh, we learned the. Ru- I mean, we just googled stuff. Like we didn't know much, right? And so we learned we had to get a permit and all that stuff. But I think finding the venue. Yeah. It's really important. I think breweries are a great place to start. So knowing the city health codes, first of all, obviously find a venue that wants you to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, be persistent if they say no, mm-hmm. or find another one. Yeah. Brewery, target a brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, know your health, local health codes. Get yeah. the permits for Bring that. Bring a sampler mm-hmm. box, right? If they yeah. say no, so <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Yeah. So yeah. it's entrepreneur one hundred and one. I mean, you're selling yourself, right? You have to. I was just gonna say. So then, okay. So you get your first. You get your first pop up. What's going through your heads that morning? Like, uh, I assume. What is it, Theo? You're the yeah. you're the first shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The late night shift. Uh, I'm just like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, we're here and just uh, trying to perform. We had a lot of family and friends pull out to the uh, first couple pop ups, especially that first one. That was really, um, really cool. Because uh, you know, post Harvey, everyone's you know in a different kind of perspective sure. yeah. way, and. Yeah, um, yeah. Everyone's just really, really happy and supportive, and like, uh, yeah, that, that's that's what made me kind of like realize like this is this is pretty cool. Like, this is really, really cool. Like, people <laughs> uh, support you and what you do, and um, yeah. But I going think, through my head is just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I think Harvey, together. yeah, Harvey, and then like three weeks post Harvey, it was like the kindest I've ever seen Houston, the yeah. kindest I've ever seen traffic yeah. or whatnot. And then slowly but surely it kind of came back to it. It got back to some of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So what were like some of the hiccups that y'all saw in that first pop-up? Like, was it like, ah, oh, shit, we forgot, you know, yeah. this or like, you know, yeah. oh no, we, you we know, still forget things. Yeah, <laughs> to this day, Even with I hear the there's a checklist that never gets checked, you yeah, know, from, yes. from Yanni from the best barbecue, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, a podcast, uh, the best barbecue show podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard that, you know, shout out to Yanni cause yeah. he does a great job, but yeah. I heard that that checklist is, yeah. is there, but we need a checklist for the checklist. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're saying. Um, or a I, checker. You need a, a backup check- checker for the checker. <laughs> yeah. <on> the checklist. <laughs> yeah. um, I think uh, the challenge is, I mean, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just trying to fill out the smoker and cook stuff. And it was about the size of this table, right? So we were staggering <laughs> stuff and people were really forgiving, right? I mean, it was family, but they paid for it. But it was, uh, you, you learn as you get better. You, yeah. We look back two years ago and you're like, oh, I, mm. you yeah. <laughs> know, um but um, no, I think you, you learn how to you, how much to buy, where to buy things, right? And now we can get stuff from Benny Keith and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there, I mean, up until like probably six months ago, Theo was running around Costco trying to buy briskets. I was trying to buy stuff, and you know, it was it was like sold out. But we, I think I have all the Costcos on speed dial on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, and I know a lot do of guys that work this, there, right? right? Yeah. So right. Do you have this? Save us some of that, right? And right. so it was it was a lot of just you know trying to figure out how to get the produce right mm-hmm. and then you talk about the operation side it's like I mean, how do we cook this is planning how much should we cook and um so because yeah. y'all aren't just going out there and cutting brisket and the and the you know the trinity or whatnot y'all have all of that additional stuff so you need the burners mm-hmm. you need you know all of that exactly. extra stuff yeah. but that, that was later on too <laughs> sure right okay. so we started with all hey let's just do um traditional stuff and okay. then, uh, learn how to do it and then after all like okay let's Let's learn the fun. and let's bring that on. There you go. Right? Yeah. But even the first step was overwhelming. And, but gotcha. I think that's how you learn. It's just, you know, <laughs> drinking from a fire hose, right? And trial by fire. I think that's the best way. So how do you come up with that menu? So I know, I know the Holy Trinity because, look, if you want to, and I read somewhere, and this I was a perfect quote. You said, look, if you want to play jazz or you want to riff, 
Right? You got to be able to play the basics. Absolutely. And same thing at barbecue. If you want to be in the barbecue game, you got to do the basics of Holy Trinity. How did you decide which items you wanted to incorporate uh, once you got down the road a little bit, right? Whether it be pho, whether it be, uh, you know, seaweed wrap, you know, items, or whether it be something else, right? Mm-hmm. How did you decide that? Was it logistics? Was it how much? How much? How many outlets do we have? I mean, how, how do you decide what's best for you guys to get your name out there and mm-hmm. continue to grow? Sure. I think the first thing is you. I'm a big proponent of learning, breaking everything out, learning the basics first. Right. Yeah. You can't run for your walk, so and so on, so and so forth. And and, and for us, it's like, hey, let's. We have to get brisket right. We're in Texas, <laughs> right? You can't call yourself a barbecue place and not do a a decent brisket right yeah. so that was step number one and then once you learn how to do that i feel like it transfers to so many other things you can if you learn how to cook a brisket low and slow temperature control you can do a beef rib you can do pork ribs and all that stuff and and then it was just like okay this is cool um how do we do so how do we differentiate ourselves mm-hmm. because houston we, we're like the golden age of barbecue right now and there's so many great spots yeah, in texas in houston especially you know, you got the Gatlins, Pit Room, Harlem Road. We love Fijis, uh, you know, Truth. Um, what else? Pinkertons. You know, yeah. there's, there's a gazillion places Absolutely. that have their game down pat and it's amazing <laughs> stuff, right? Which, by the way, yeah. I just want to point out, everybody you basically mentioned is a brick and mortar. And you are not, right? But there's so many other really good pop-ups also. And, and I, that's not to point out you left people out. Mm-hmm. But you're in a game. You're in a pop-up game. And you're already thinking about brick and mortar, which is super exciting. But that tells me where your head is in terms of competition and where you think your, your barbecue needs to be on that level, mm-hmm. right? Which is really exciting because that's how, and I'm not answering your question for you, but that's how I think you begin to fuse that together. It's, there's great barbecue, just like you said. Yeah. But please continue. Yeah. So there's great barbecue, and we're <laughs> like, you know, there's a great tradition of it. And it's like, how do you be, become different, right? You got to learn. Yeah. Like for me, it's like if you learn – with Theo too, it's like, well, how do we do something that, you know, can separate, we can separate ourselves and why, why we're going to, people are waiting in line to pay us their hard-earned money. Like, yeah. why would they come to us, right? So sure. that's how I would think of it. Sure. And so I was like, hey, let's do something that's so natural. It's like, oh, let's draw from our, <laughs> our culture that we came from, right? Like, we're Texans, we're Americans. But we also come from, why are we here, right? And we're war refugees and we're are, like, being in touch with the Vietnamese side mm-hmm. that's so rich in, in, in food culture, especially, sure, right? right. And, you know, food like Viet Cajun and stuff. <laughs> um, but there's so much, so many other things that, and we're like, wow, this pairs really well together. <laughs> well, that's an awesome uh, segue into uh, part two, you know, kind of like what you've built up to. We're uh, super excited to talk about like where you're going to go with it, uh, what you've learned along the way, the relationships that you've built, because I've heard wonderful stories about the different pop-ups that you've been at. And one of the barbecue pit masters may be sitting there and, you know, you'll get to chew his ear off and things like that. So we're going to do a word from our sponsors real quick. Uh, Bernie Brand, uh, Zero Point Organics and Duke's Premium Meats. We're here at Buffalo Bayou Brewery. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Cost of Goods Told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors. Chriswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique, affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today. Bernie Brand Texas-style hot sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to BernieBrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, brand.com. 
Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O, dash pointorganics.com. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. Well, cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us, gentlemen. Like, yeah, yeah. School night. I'm trying to behave myself. Well, that's it. Literally a school night. Welcome back to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. I'm Darren Lafferty, joined as usual with Connor, Chef Connor. You having a good time? I'm having a good time. I'm 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 worried about that term chef. Like I got I got notified by uh, by Willett and Diane from Burger Chan uh, on Instagram. They're like, oh, it's good to see you in your chef coat. I was like, yeah, I got a, a fireman's hat too, but that don't make me uh, <laughs> that don't make me able to fight fires. So <laughs> how about we just call you Connor then? I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. I don't care. Uh, well, the still- more we interview people, the less I'm confident that I can call myself chef, especially <laughs> sitting in front of these guys right here. Oh hell no! You, you might be having doubts about who you are, but I know who's sitting here with us. Yeah, that hasn't changed. So we're sitting here with Don and Theo and Wynn. From Koi Barbecue. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, sir. Houston Barbecue Throwdown champions, man. That's it. You know, oh, we got lucky. I don't know. Yeah. I think Did the chefs are drinking some beer. Maybe a little buff brew. Yeah. See, they're just like me. Can't take compliments, yeah. man. Can't take. Can't take any of that. I'll work on them. I'll work on there them. There you go. So you know, we talked a little bit. The first half is is really about getting to know you guys just a little bit, and uh, we talked about your heritage a little bit, how, how much of an influence your mom was on you guys and your cooking. And uh, you guys are doing well. I mean, getting some accolades and uh, learning along the way. And so now, you know, I think we, maybe the guests would like to hear a little about maybe what's coming up in the future. Um, is it more pop-ups? Is the goal just to do pop-ups and, and get better at it? Is the goal to throw away the normal life you have and to have a restaurant <laughs> for seven days a week? Well, what are you guys thinking? I mean, or, or, or you're not thinking, just sort of enjoying the ride. Yeah. Me, for one, I'm just kind of enjoying the ride. Just uh, Theo sounds like he's done the fun. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I'm good. Yeah. If it means I can play more Fortnite, then let's get it. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, I think um, we're definitely. I mean, for me, it's both. Definitely enjoying the ride, but I, I I think uh, Brick and Moore at some point would be phenomenal. Be a great opportunity if the opportunity arises. So we're not gonna. You know, I think we both like our. Um, where we are now, uh, for me, it's always wanting to learn, and that, that would be a great opportunity, a great challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think at some point, maybe in the next couple of years, I don't know. Uh, whenever the right opportunity comes, I think you'll know, right? And yeah. so, um, <laughs> for us, it's, yeah, let's, let's definitely take it to the next level. Um, you know, I've thought about quitting the, the the corporate ladder sort of deal. I think that's a really uh, cool way to think about it. Be your own boss, all that stuff, and doing this. They're like, oh, can you do this every day? Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Some days I'm like, hell no. Right. And it's other days. Most days I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, you know? right. Because when your hobby yeah. becomes your work. Exactly. Right? You lose the, there's the a little bit of yeah. There's a little bit of fear mm-hmm. for me. I'm, I, look, when I was younger, I loved to work out. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, the only way I could really be happy is to work at a gym. Mm-hmm. And then I was at a gym eight hours a day. And I'm like, I don't ever want to work out again. You know, so it's <laughs> yeah. one of those things where you spend too much time. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I enjoyed it when I just got to show up and I, I got to leave. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how it is for barbecue, but 
It yeah. sounds like, you know, I mean, both of you guys seem very driven. Like, you want to do well and you want to get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the corporate life is a, you know, Connor and I both come from the corporate world, too. And, and it's, uh, <laughs> yes, there's mental anguish, but there's something to be said about that, that pay, paycheck the that shows up every two exactly. weeks or whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Security. So I would Insurance. think that would be, <laughs> be a hard transition. Yeah, so there's but, definitely an opportunity cost. But I feel like yeah. there's not very op- many opportunities in life where, you can do something to a certain level and that you can do bring something fresh right? Yeah. That sure. to the table. And I think for us, it checks so many boxes, right? It's yeah. like, it's fun to hang out, just fun to cook and, and to make a product um, to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's fun to be able to break down barriers, fun to you know, be able to, t- like, for us, it's like cooking is, we're getting in touch with our, where we came from our culture as well and to be able to share that tell our story um, on the platform of food mm-hmm. um, with the platform of barbecue which is so strong I think that's so unique right. um, and I feel like the, the reach is so strong yeah. and, and I feel like we love that right we love connecting with people and we love you know I'm glad talking you to people brought, I'm yeah. glad you brought up family yeah. hold Go on a second because yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a perfect transition I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. it seems like you guys are very deep in tradition right with your culture and we've had other Asian Americans on this podcast with us. Uh, you know, Thomas Wynn from Pelly Pelly, mm-hmm. whose parents yeah. parents were extremely disappointed in him yeah. that he was going to not be a lawyer any longer. Yeah, right, sure. so they sent him to UT. He became a lawyer. Yeah. He was a badass, and he's like, "I'm going to go in the restaurant business." Yeah. Like, what the let hell? alone I'm going to do a South African restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. it's like, get the fuck out of here. How, yeah. how, does, how does someone like your mom, who's had so much impact on you guys, how does she feel about that? Or have you talked about that with her? Yeah. No, or does I, she ask at all? Yeah. Or is she just like, get out of my kitchen and go yeah. down? <laughs> what are you still doing here? I got to cook for 80 people and you're slowing me down. Um, yeah, she's, we've told her. She's been, I think at first she was like, not taking, she's like, what? You're doing a pop up? She didn't know what that was. Yeah, so yeah. You know, I was like, mom, you got to show us how to cook this. Um, and then now she's been to a couple, um, and we've kind of stopped inviting her uh, because every time she comes, she's trying to, she's like, the fuzz too cold. The noodles are, you need to put them in an extra minute. And, you know, Mom, you're making this look bad, you know? She's chastising you in yeah, public. Right? Like, oh, that's not good. Don't eat that. Get this, like, you know, do it this way. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, um, traditional Asian parent. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like my like, mother-in-law, every wedding, it's like, oh, you got fat, you know? Yeah, like, what happened to you? you know? like, oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Little tiger mom. Was she thing. lying? Yeah. Yeah, but was she lying? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. No, but like you know, like my mom would be like, "Oh, it's so good to you know. hear you know, yeah. see you." Like, oh, you know, da 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 da. Italian mom versus Asian, you yeah, know, yeah. mother-in-law. It's it's similar, probably such yeah. a different, such yeah, a different the old, spectrum. The old school world, you know, if you had a little fat on you, that was a sign of prosperity. Yeah. Right. But then there are people who are not afraid to tell you, "Oh, you look very prosperous these days." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, my dad's old school. He's old G. He'd be like. Yeah. You look kind of fat. You still working out or not? Yeah. When my, when I'm working my, on it. Yeah. When my in-laws told me, gong hei fa choi, they meant like, I want you to get rich in money, not rich in belly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so I think, awesome. yeah, I mean, I think um, we've, we told her, I think now she's become more supportive. She's, I think the important thing was there was a, where she saw like, oh, these guys are serious like yeah. about doing this and they're not going to half-ass it, right? So that's I think awesome. that's where we get that OCD-ness, probably from my mom. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, okay, they're, they're going to do it the right way. I yeah. think that's why she kicks us out of the kitchen because she's like, 
I want to do it the right way. Sure. I'm, you're probably not going to like you know <laughs> understand it right now, but once she, she she saw that, she's like, okay, cool. She became more supportive, and I so I think at this point maybe I don't know. She, she hasn't been like, oh, you guys are crazy. But when I was younger, and when we were both younger, yeah, absolutely the same experience. Like he said with the Pele Pele guy, yeah. it's like, you know, these are the professions that are good, right? And and. They're very risk averse. So, and sure. as you guys know, the risk business is very risky, Absolutely. right? Just yeah. the statistics. Um, I think that yeah. that kind of transitions too into like a conversation that I had with Patrick Fijus was when I talked to him about y'all. He was kind of like, "Hey, look, you know, the the conversation that I had with them was like, wait until you have enough money to either get your own spot, so you're not worried about rent or yeah. something along those lines." He's like, "I'm super excited for them, but." You got a good paying job. You got that stuff. Hold on to that uh, until you're not paying rent or something along those lines. And I thought that's such uh, it's such a badass thing. Like if if I was you know coming up you know like when I was coming up in the restaurant industry, everybody was trying to fucking take my knees out from underneath me. Let yeah. alone these barbecue guys who are like, I'm gonna give you really good sound advice to a guy who's doing pop ups, you know, on Sundays. Yeah. Um, talk about like kind of like how the barbecue community has embraced y'all, or yeah. like you know some of the advice Absolutely. that y'all have gotten. You yeah. know, no, I mean I think that's a great story that you brought up. That happened at the uh, Butcher's Ball. Okay. Uh, this past uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the fall, and uh, yeah, we just, we love Patrick. He's been one of the, you know, sh- shout out to Fiji's Barbecue. Check him out, Greenway Plaza. Um, he came out. He was one of the first barbecue like barbecue people <laughs> to come out and support us at a pop up. Yeah, they're like, awesome. what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you know, and, and really at Baleson too. Yeah. And, and I remember that um, the Korean bowl that he ordered, and he was like, wow, this is really cool. And to have somebody of his stature and his experience, and it was it meant a lot, right? And he's you know, uh, become a good friend and for him to give us that support and sage <laughs> advice, it's really, really, that never happens in many other industries, right? Absolutely. And, and, and so, yeah, I think um, for him and then, you know, one of the, I'll tell this story too, is that uh, when uh, Leroy and Lewis were popping up at uh, 8 Row Flint, uh-huh. uh, the chef at 8 Row Flint is one of our good friends uh, because he goes his uh, he goes to Baleson a lot. Um, anyways, uh Packy San- Saunders, you guys yeah, know huh? that guy, yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, so the, the the Pope of Barbecue is his <laughs> new name that I uh, somebody told me. I was like, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so please call him that uh, from now on. Who, Packy or Patrick? Packy. Okay. Yeah, okay. The Pope. All right. <laughs> um, he introduced me to Leo um, uh, Leonard at uh, Truth, and the first thing Leonard was like, hey, man, you know, you guys are doing cool stuff, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, oh, it meant a lot. It was like, here's my number. If you guys need anything at all, that's cool. Give me a shout. It's huge. And it was like genuine. Right? I was like, dude, Truth Barbecue, yeah. like top ten in Texas, like just opened a brand new restaurant, yeah. beautiful spot. Like there's all this crazy stuff. Like, like <laughs> who the fuck are we? And he's like, here's my cell, right? And like, mm-hmm. just hit us up. Like, and so we did. But for the sausage <laughs> stuff, but yeah, <laughs> we weren't making enough. But uh, different story. But you know, and stuff like that happens all the time, which is sure. like so crazy. Yeah. And know? then I think the the support that I saw was actually my first introduction to y'all was at the uh, Houston Barbecue Throwdown, the Austin versus Houston mm. Throwdown, and you had judges. You had Eric Sandler, who obviously is is a foodie. You had uh, Robert Lerma, you know, obviously deep into the barbecue world. Allison Cook. Um, Michelle Wallace. Michelle Wallace from uh, Gatlin's Barbecue mm. and uh, Will from uh, Corkscrew. Corkscrew. 
Mm. I hate to give away the behind the scenes type of thing, but I remember y'all's dish coming up. I was like, fucking chicken. Like, you know, like, yeah. come on now. Like, Over rice? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say, like, come on now. And I mean, it was just the, the, the cool conversation that I had with Will is actually how good his palate is. Like, he was able to distinguish bad smoke versus good smoke or dirty smoke versus mm-hmm. good smoke, you know, and, and, and the different nuances and every single dish. And he just talked about how y'all's was so balanced and, and so great. And even if it was, you know, chicken done that way you know you had brought up you know broad appreciation across the board from people who know what the hell they're talking about and that was really cool not to put down anybody else's dish that night because there were some fantastic dishes that night absolutely you were going up against some serious freaking competition let alone um tejas with their uh with their um it was like a benedict oh my god that was phenomenal you know so i mean you're talking you're going up against a uh uh, Bernays sauce that was done with beef tallow and you know a poached egg and fantastic brisket. Yeah, um, I think it was just kind of great to see the barbecue community rally behind y'all and like literally everybody was genuinely happy for y'all and it was it was y'all and I, I'm gonna get the name wrong I think but it was like Firecraft or fi- Absolutely. Firehouse Firecraft yeah, Firecraft, Firecraft yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and you know guys who aren't the brick and mortars you know but everybody was genuinely happy for y'all and it was really cool to see that you yeah. know and, and that barbecue community come forward yeah. and say like holy shit they you were, know you were kind of a stealth kind of a stealth real quiet very you quiet guys came in like, you and quiet. firecraft like did not give me an interview for uh, the for the video thing because we were probably you know? late like we usually power outlets yeah y'all were just running hard as hell we're always late guys so if you're ever coming to pop up we say noon but Smart money's on one thirty. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think um, speaking on the community, man, it's it's uh, we couldn't have been welcomed with more uh, in a, a community within the food community that's been so welcoming. Yeah, you know, we hear about it's being cutthroat. I mean, we have haven't really experienced that, you know. So we're so grateful for the support of everybody that you know from J C Reed, uh, right. uh, Mike Fulmers that invited us to do these things. Yep. Um, they came out two years ago, and we were like, we look back, we're like, we wouldn't invite ourselves to anything. <laughs> you know? And so it's 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 crazy the um, the the chance that they take on us and on people. So the future generations, we can't wait to hopefully. If you're doubting yourselves and you hear this, I think I, I absolutely hope that somebody takes it and it, it helps to give them confidence to put themselves out there. Right. Yeah. And so um, with barbecue, it's, yeah, it's been a fantastic uh, <laughs> connecting with people professionally. Absolutely. Yeah. Do, you, do you think I'm going to ask you, I think I'll ask you a difficult question. I think it is. Do you feel like you guys maybe have an advantage of confidence because you know you have that daytime job and whenever you're serving barbecue, you're serving it in a relaxed frame of mind mm-hmm. that says we're doing it because we love it we're doing it because it's natural we're doing it because there's some our culture here with our other culture right we mm-hmm. do you think you have an advantage that way or or is it or do you still feel the stress and strain that everyone else does because yeah. obviously your product's really good and obviously people are loving it because they're lining up mm-hmm. 150 people line up for three to four hours um how do you feel about that how does that make you feel oh i feel I absolutely think it's. I don't want to say it's an advantage, but I mean it's obviously it changes your mindset. We can take more risk, right? Yeah. And and so we have that corridor. It's wider because like okay, we fuck up something, and it's not going to be like oh, fuck. I can't pay rent. I can't pay <laughs> your, my mortgage. mortgage. My kids are hungry. Like right. it's, it's still going to get done, right? Yeah. And 
Um, so that's one way to think about it. I know the guys that do it professionally, there's, uh, you know, you get, maybe you get pigeonholed into things. You can't take as many risks. You can't, you know, you got to do the Trinity all the time yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. and I think we're really cognizant of that. So um, in the sense that, yeah, we're not going to like, it's, it's not going to be like, oh yeah, that guy's barbecue is not that great. And it's like, we try to do what we do um, and we're cognizant that our situation yeah. is different, yeah. but I'll caveat saying, but we also don't take advantage of that fact. Sure, of course. We try to do everything like, like I said, like we we're 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 in it 100. Yeah. percent right. Mm-hmm. And so hey, no I shortcuts. Think, I think yeah. your food reflects that. I mean, quite honestly, and I've been to I guess two now, and I saw the, the throwdown as well. I think your food reflects a real genuine love affair for serving something that's delicious, but still reflecting your culture. And embracing the Texas culture as well, right? I mean, Theo was born here. You've been here uh, uh, since you were five. But I think there's a really good blend of of, of Vietnamese influence with Texas, you know, Texas traditional barbecue. And I think people love it, man. I think we're at a, a time right now where people are open to those ideas. And I think your menu choices and and menu development is right on par with what people Thank are you. opening yeah. to trying and embracing. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. But I also think, too, I mean, we've spoken on mic and then off mic. I think you you've you both have talked more about it where it's like you understand where y'all are, where you've come from, and you still have such an appreciation for what everybody else has done. You're like, hey, look, yeah, we yeah. got that Texas Monthly right up, but they should be talking about somebody else. Like that was that was such like a cool moment to kind of have with y'all that like that that humbleness that is like true and natural. It's not like some bullshit where you're like, oh, no, they should be, you know. Y'all were really true to that. Um, and we've seen kind of that collaboration come about in different ways. Like, so like I'll use Daddy Duncan's as an example. He's collaborated across Katie with a bunch of different restaurants to incorporate it into pho, into ramen and, and different things and, yeah, and pizzas and so forth. But y'all take, take it a step further in the fact that you're also taking that second part too. It's like, not only do we have to execute really well on the barbecue because someone's going to come up and say, I want just brisket and ribs and mm-hmm. sausage. But then you've got that other component to it too where your mom's going to come up and be like hey this ain't right you know and there's going to be other people who are going to come up and say hey I want a traditional pho with that reflection in there and they're going to criticize that pho to other pho's that they've been having since you know the dawn of time so mm-hmm. as a chef in, in my mindset like that's a fucking risk you know like that's that's a big leap to try and do both really really freaking well so congratulations on not only executing both really really well but taking on that risk and taking on that persistence to say hey we're going to do everything really right you know you guys are doing something really really special you know because we've seen truth partner with like ramen tatsuya and ramen tatsuya is one of my favorite ramen spots you know it's damn good yeah Yeah. you know yeah so what what do y'all think is is the next steps for y'all like what are y'all looking forward to or are y'all just like hey look you know we're just gonna do another couple pop-ups and and because everything's been so organic you guys haven't forced anything you guys haven't been boisterous everything's kind of come naturally because you you've just put your nose down and worked hard and said you know what we're gonna try and perfect this but what are y'all hoping for what are some milestones that y'all like to have you know or anything along those lines yeah uh 
I, I don't know. Theo singing Fortnite time optimization. No. No. We're gonna have to get the barbecue yeah. Fortnite, you know, channel like on Twitch going on. Yeah, absolutely. I would tune in for that. I'd watch. I'd I'd have you on while I'm sleeping, you know. And then I'll wake up. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'd have it just streaming while I'm sleeping. So I think first of all, the whole collaboration idea, you know, what we just did with Brian Bingham from Bodacious. I mean. Uh, a yeah. lot of credit to JQ, uh, Joseph from JQ's Texas Max Barbecue. Yeah. Um, he was the one that approached us for the collaboration. Um, and I thought that was a really cool idea. I was like, hey, yeah, it's in the same vein of how the community is so tight. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's competitive, but it's also really friendly. Uh, he approached us and we did a pop-up with him at Lot Years uh, Natural Wine Bar in Montrose. And um, I took that idea and did it with Brian, right? And so I think that whole collaborative stuff it's so crazy. Like we just did a, a sausage this past week, and Brian is one of the best sausage makers in all of Texas. I think at Bodacious, and he brought his boudin. And we did a Vietnamese thing, and so <laughs> there are beautiful things that could happen. That yes. if you were so competitive, you didn't want to work with each yeah. other, like it would never happen, right? And that right. that that pop up came because I asked him on Instagram about, hey, how do I improve my sausage making thing? And he's like, here are my ratios. Try this. <laughs> try that. And he's like, I'll help you next time I'm in town. I was like, if you're in town to help me, like, let's just do a pop-up together. And two months later, here we were. That's right? cool. So, That's awesome. So shout out you. to Brian. Shout out to Brian. Shout out to JQ. He is, yeah. he is a true barbecue fanatic. And the fact that, like, J- um, um, TJ walked me up to Brian because you know, I guess they had known each other. Yeah. And uh, Brian literally told me, he's like, man, I love watching your son eat barbecue and the brisket fried rice and things like that. I was like, yo, like what? You know who the fuck I am? Like, I'm supposed to know who you are, you know, like this, like that. He knows my son. That's fine. My son is an Instagram star. He's a thousand times better looking than me because he's got all my wife's qualities he's for sure. Yeah, he's, he's cuter than you. That's yeah, sure. absolutely. If you watched me as a child, you'd have been like, oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh-uh, throw some holy water on that kid, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh-uh. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that that it's just speaks it's, volumes. It's so unique, That's so right? cool. It's yeah. so unique. And I think um, where we're going to go next, yeah, love to explore the idea of brick and mortar, but man, we're happy where we are in terms of not being complacent, but you get to execute ideas. And um, I think, like I said, when the time's right, you'll know. Um, and, and we're going to take Patrick's advice on, okay. Patrick Fiji's <laughs> advice on, um, you know, what he said from his experience. And um, yeah, I think we'd love to do it full time sometime and, and, it's a big risk. Yeah, sure. But man, you know, if you, I don't want to be like here twenty years from now, like fuck, I should have taken that yeah, risk, yeah, right? Course, so yeah, I got speaking of the future and speaking of you know things that are coming up, I got to ask you a question. So, so one of the big trends that came out from a national chain account was plant based, plant based mm-hmm. oh, hamburgers, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> and what seems to be catching on is uh, either a demand or a push for demand of plant based proteins. Uh, and we're talking about chicken now with KFC. We're talking about uh, Dunkin' Donuts as a sausage patty. What's your thoughts on plant-based meat? It's I, I know it's not meat, but it's plant-based protein they're trying to call. What, what's your thoughts on that? And do you mm-hmm. see a place for that on your menu sometime? I think it's extremely exciting. Um, it's uh, I mean, I had the Impossible Burger 
Okay. At, Burger King. at the Burger King. Okay. And I was like, well, this tastes like 95% <laughs> like a Whopper. But then I was like, oh, probably because the Whopper is like all mayonnaise, ketchup. Hop Dotty does a good one. Yeah, I got to get you over to Hop Dotty yeah, to yeah, get exactly. you one, Darren. I haven't eaten one. Yeah. I haven't yeah. eaten one. I'm not going no. to. Yeah. I like vegetables and I like yeah. meat, but I don't want to. Come on, Darren. We're going to convert Darren. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Come together with the vegetables. I love vegetables on the side of my plate, and I love meat in the middle. It is. I think it's. I mean, we're conscious of the environment and stuff, and I know, uh, like, we get our stuff from Creekstone Farms for, for farms, you know, uh, NT Farms for their chicken, and, 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 and ranching is a really intensive, like, thing on the environment, right? And, yeah. and, and so, how, I know those guys are really conscious about that, too, right? Sure. So, in my, my day job, it's like, you know, with the energy stuff, we work with some ranches to create carbon offsets from their manure, right? And so, you can take the <laughs> methane, capture it, and then create electricity, right? So I love that sustainability aspect. Yeah. And plant-based is the next evolution of that. That's cool. I'm not going to become a vegan or anything like that, but I think <laughs> it's 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 good, right? There's a place for it, right? Yeah, so yeah, I'm not gonna, we're not going to go 100% start smoking sure. brisket, yeah. like, like, you know, tofu or whatever it is, right? <laughs> but I think there's a place for it. <laughs> I yeah. think that's yeah. incredible, though, like even at your pop-up level where it's like X number of briskets or whatnot because we had that conversation with Will and Nicole from Corkscrew, and it's like, you know, you know how many briskets they're smoking on a daily basis, and they're like, we do have an imprint on the environment. Absolutely. We do have an imprint Absolutely. and a footprint yeah. on the farming and agricultural mm-hmm. side of things and so forth. So even at a pop-up level for y'all to have that, that sort of mindset is incredible. It's, it's, it's really nice to hear. Yeah. Any shout outs or anybody that you want to, you know, send a, a, a big thank you. Thank yeah. you to before we wrap this Hell up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sh- shout out to all of our friends, man. Like just for, <laughs> to, for helping us get to where we are. Well, like not in a sense that like, you know, we wanted to be here. They helped us get here, but like just all the people that we met along the way, you know, like it's, it's, it's changed. It's changed who we are as people and like what Koi is, you know, and like, it's, it's, uh, it's really big just meeting, um, all these, all these people in the industry. Um, mm-hmm. and just everyone just comes out with open arms, you know, and like shout out to Dom, shout out to Ty, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> shout out, shout out to yeah. Randy Austin, John, you know, like they, they, they help us make it happen every night. Yeah. Um, day Takes in, day out. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Like we, we would not be here today without everyone's support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think yeah, the hit on the head, uh, the nail on the head. You know, the the guys at Puccine, right, we're okay. right across the railroad tracks yeah. from those uh-huh. guys. And yeah, Chef Dom. We, yeah, Chef yeah, Dom yeah. and um, Chef Dom, great friend of ours. Uh, he's helped us with you know so many things and getting the produce, hooking us up with Benny Keith and stuff <laughs> like that. And Chef Ty, he was his sous chef, and uh, he's the one that he worked at Uchi and then taught us. Uh, the yuzu kosho, the sauce and the chicken rice, and um, and we love talking to him, like just talking shop about him and flavors and execution. So he taught us so much how to sharpen our knives, right? Stuff like that. And so yeah, there's so many people, mom, uh, yeah. you know, dad as well, and, and yeah. So it's incredible how close knit that community can be because the guy who actually did your logo, and Brady, oh Brady, um, oh got it. Yeah. Thank you like, for reminding us. No, that. no, but I'm just saying, yeah. like I met him at one of the Lerma pop ups, and it was just like. 
we just kicked it off, you know, just over barbecue, you're talking to each other and it's like, hey, look, you know, like if I ever have the chance to be able to spend the money to get yeah. a logo done, I'm mm-hmm. going with you, man, because yeah. I just love your work and I just want to support you because you're part of this community. Yeah, so it's like yeah. so cool how like I saw y'all stuff and y'all tagged him and I was like, yo, like, <laughs> hey, Darren's wearing the hat right yeah, now. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I do. That's what yeah. I do. Badass, yeah. man. Yeah, like, uh, so yeah cool. dude, he's a super cool guy. What he's doing, not just for us, but for the barbecue community is, oh. is, is awesome. Just different talents, right? And sure. we're all in it together. And then um, what he, his designs and his aesthetic with his partner, Ryan, they're going to do great things. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I think you had a very smart, very smart choice, right? On the, on the title uh, of your company, which mm-hmm. Koi, which translates to smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which wasn't correctly. your first choice though, no. until yeah. that yeah. De- <laughs> cease and desist letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happened Thank for you. a reason. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You can say, fuck you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Burger Chan did when they had their first, their first uh, name, you know? Oh really? Burger oh, Chan, sure. had, yeah. Burger Chan had a, um, I forget what it was. It was like Kawaii, you know, or some, or, mm. or some sort of name before, Oh, Burger yeah. Chan became mm-hmm. and so like oh, wow. Will it literally says on the podcast yeah. fuck you very much oh, to yeah. the guys you know in California so that was a really great that's the first time I met Will it right yeah. and uh, his wife sort of sat off uh-huh. off camera and, and listened and and probably pointed at him when he said too much but it was, <laughs> it was really cool to get to know yeah. Will it because he's a firecracker you know like yeah. he, he, he comes across being a very soft quiet that's guy weird. and he is but he's very passionate yeah. no 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 that's I awesome. worked at Burger Chan, I was helping them out, you hey, know, for a couple days. For money. Holy shit! Once, once Willett gets into chef mode, yo, that guy was walking by. I don't know how he did. So Burger Chan has this crazy setup, and I uh-huh. apologize to to start talking about Burger Chan, but like, so it's a create your own burger, you know, type yeah. of thing. There's yeah, fucking incredible. And so, like, I was working at the station where you have to check the burger, but then add stuff onto it as well. So, but you only have a split second because, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, it's all in that, that Greenway Plaza or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, at one point, I was about to put the top on a burger. Willett was walking by and with a glance said, Yo, that doesn't have bacon on it. I was like, son of a bitch, how the hell did you look at that <laughs> ticket, then look at the burger in passing and, and catch it like that? Like, yeah. it's just that tenacity yeah. and, he, and yeah. that chefness to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool to see him kind of yeah. come out of his, like, you know, shell. And you know how? You know, Because he's paying his mortgage off that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. And he worked at... Uh, um, Oh, Justin Hughes. Justin Hughes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oxhart, so, yeah. yeah. He's Absolutely. an Oxhart alum. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be the first to 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 work down, walk down the road, and say congratulations, right, for all the success you've had. Congratulations for the evolution of your from your barbecue that wasn't very good at all. <laughs> to to serve one of us fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. and about thermometers. We won't we name won't, any names. We won't yeah. point names yeah. or point yeah. fingers. Yeah. Or yeah. Else. Luckily, you guys can't see. <laughs> but congratulations on your success. Thank uh, you. I, I mean, Thank I you, find man. it. Uh, it's nice to sit down with with two guys who have the intellect and have the desire to be better and speak intelligently about those who have come before you and set the stage and admire that. And so, uh, with that being said, I think you'll continue to have crowds that'll show up, and I hope you continue with the fusion that you know, uh, mixing in some Vietnamese culture with Texas culture, and I think it's delicious. And so, congratulations for all that. Thanks, Darren. Thank you, Connor, for having having us. Like, yeah, man. Thanks for being on. Yeah. To all our listeners, five stars, five stars. Like and subscribe. We're out. Yeah. The Cost of Goods Told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors. Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, 
Their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O, dash pointorganics.com. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. Chriswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique, affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today. Bernie Brand Texas-style hot sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to BernieBrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, Brand.com.